0: Welcome to Hello Uglies, a Dragular recap show for season three, episode seven, titled Le Freak. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined as always by one non binary lesbian with a penchant or penis. From the Bloody Podcast Network, please say hello, Uglies, to Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp.
1: Viva la Eva! <laughs>
0: Yeah, you were uh, pretty broken up about Eva Destruction uh, going home. Everyone should know, but first of all, Lori, how
1: are you doing? Oh, I have a headache. Mm -hmm. My chiropractor says I have a lot of jaw tension, which Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm ready to do this.
0: What? And then, um, but yeah, it's, it's not been an easy day for you. And Lori was like... Can't you just have someone else do it with me? And I'm like, this is Hello Uglies. This is this show, Lori, like it or not, this yeah. show is me and you. There's no one well, else that could sit in.
1: You said you were going to have Jimmy Ante on, so I was like, oh, maybe Jimmy could, could do the show. <laughs> it would
0: be done, and we have to call it Go to Sleep Uglies. <laughs> I don't think Jimmy listens to this show. He doesn't hear that.
1: Well, yeah, because it's just you two sucking each other's dicks for 45 minutes. Lori. You know, I remember when you told me that I w- you were really inspired by me. Yeah, I, I am inspired by you because you're you're so funny. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds like fun thank you for saying that. Oh, my boyfriend's gonna get upset that i'm saying this yeah you know I'm not even joking. that's the conversation aiden
0: listens to this show i am gonna get a fucking phone call now Lori. aiden i want you to know that everything laurie says is not true also never listen to camp want to recap okay so um <laughs> <laughs> by the way so I want everyone to know, but you know, there was a tech there were some technical difficulties on the rumor mill. The reason I bring that up is people are getting this on the regular drag race recap feed. Let me tell you, if you're listening to the regular drag race recap feed, let me tell you why. Uh-huh. We're premiering a new show. Well, not a new show, but we're gonna incorporate the rumor mill as a second show on the main feed. But then Evan took over and uh th- one one of the mics wasn't on. So now it's just like you don't hear George. So I'm gonna release it on the main feed. But guys, for sure, this is the last time this is gonna be on the main drag race recap feed. Uh you have to go you have to find Hello Uglies on uh Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and listen to Dragula on there. And uh or go to HelloUglies.com and listen on there. Now, uh Lori, everyone should know. I already kind of know what Lori thinks because, and this is going to use this to plug Patreon. We did an impromptu first response to the episode because it dropped early, as you all know. And we did a first response. I went for like half an hour. And Lori, I'm going to say it was one of the funniest things we've done in a month or so.
1: Yeah, if only we had, like, really shitty uh, Australian accents. You know, Never on one of my shows, I got did. so
0: excited I got to do an Australian accent. I was like, because uh, someone was Australian, I was like, Hello, dude. It's me! I'm going to be singing that song for you. And I was like, ugh, oh, I was so... I I kind of do miss doing the Sydney Gates for that. Anyway, if you want to get those uh, first responses, come and tell Lori we should just keep doing them. Uh, go over to patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia, sign up at the premiere level... And you will have access to those. What were you going to say, Lori?
1: I forgot. I but, was. It wasn't important. But I. Wa- I, uh, I
0: want you to tell us why you have a headache. Tell me. Well, you gave yourself <laughs> a headache. Every, Lori was giving me the biggest sob story today. First of all, she told me the other day. She goes, um, "I scheduled my uh, trainer, so it's not on Wednesday." And I go, "Oh, good." And then I go today. She goes, oh, can we actually do it later? I have a a trainer appointment. So tell me about that first.
1: Well, I forgot because so I canceled my training appointment. I do two training appointments a week. Mm -hmm. And I canceled one of my training appointments from yesterday, from last week. So I thought that uh, that I would be done. (laughs) I thought I'd be done for this week. And she was like, no, no, no. We still have the other two training appointments. And I was like, no, no, no. I have one. I just did one. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, And so she's like, no. So I had to go in because um. it's like $65 a session or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going to. I prepaid. So I'm like, I'm not going to waste that money. Yeah. No, that makes sense. It makes sense. No, I went in full, full jeans. <laughs> no, you didn't. Please tell me you didn't. Yes. yes. No, no, you did not. Lori, no, you I did. Because I, w- I was, I had a headache. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was uh, uh, running late from work. I was on the other side of town, and so I had to drive over there. I was fifteen minutes minutes late, so I couldn't stop and change, and I forgot to bring clothes. So I had jeans, I had my work shirt on, so I was <laughs> just doing like exercises in this corner of that the is gym. Crazy. It looked like it looked like my the trainer, what had a mentally disabled sister <laughs> that she was babysitting. And trying to keep busy while she trains somebody else. <laughs> I'm going to tell
0: you something. The closest gym to me is a gym where old people go. It's the closest one. Uh-huh. And the other ones is super far away, right? Yeah. And so I go to it. And I'm not even joking. It looks, everybody in there is dressed in like full, you know, elastic, uh, like, basically they're dressed like Mr. Furley from Three's Company, if anyone knows that reference. But like, they're wearing like full elastic band, like like uh, weird pants and like they're dressed like they're going to go to the also they're going to go to the doctor's office right afterwards like they're not dressed in workout clothes they're dressing like normal pe- old people work walking around clothes yeah i think at a certain point you just don't give a fuck now laura i'm gonna tell you something else and i know i'm gonna i think i'm doing something very dangerous okay oh, but no. i don't know i shouldn't be telling you this but um about four in the morning i woke up okay okay and to, to try and go back to sleep i decided to go on reddit and one of the posts that came up it was a, a post on R Dracula, and it read, "Are there any podcasts about Dracula?" So of course, my interest was piqued, right? But and I'll be happy to let you know that uh, we were one of the top posts. I love that we're not the top post, but we were one of the top posts. I think the, the second post, and. What was the first post? OG Hello Uglies? No, 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 no. no. It was, this, it's a big show. It's, it's, everyone should know if you're listening, if you're exclusively a Hello Uglies listener, uh, I have another show. It's our marquee show, our headline show called Drag Race Recap. And our, uh, one of the big one, other Drag Race Recap shows is called All Right Mary. So I guess they've been doing Dracula, and that was sort of the top one, but we were like two or something like that, right? And I just glanced at it, and I saw that the the top two comments said very nice things, right? And then I, go, I have to close this because, as you know, these comments really affect me. So I was like, I, and, I, and I am a firm believer that if you believe the good stuff, you have to believe the bad stuff. So don't read any of it at all, okay? Uh-huh. So I immediately closed the 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 um the post, and I was like, I'm not going to look at it, but uh, I but I know you will look at it. But everyone should know people it, – it's so funny because it, it, it said like, oh, Joe and Lori are hilarious and they would do one called uh, Hello Uglies by Afterthought Media. I was like, all right, that's enough. Can't look at it anymore. I know you're already looking at it. This is going to my next story. Lori Roggenkamp is the absolute fucking worst. I hate spoilers. I don't like spoilers. I don't want to know. I want to go in fully not spoiler free. I want to go in spoiler free when I watch something, right? Uh-huh. I get this text message from this Laurie Rogan camp today, uh-huh. and it was a series of messages. I wasn't in the room, so when I see it, it just says, "X person won, uh, camp one. I read camp one Kiki, and I was like, what? Why did you? Why did you just tell me? Why did you spoil that for me, Laurie?'
1: because we already knew who was going to win. That's I was true. just excited that the person we thought was going to win actually was the one who won. Well, I mean, look,
0: there was no that's such
1: a rare thing now. <laughs>
0: There was no competition uh, with those people. Now, I have exciting news for you, Lori. Okay. We have a couple of uh, voicemails.
1: Ooh. Okay. Yep, here
0: we go. Here's the first one from Lacey. It's from Lacey. We got it actually just today, right before we recorded. Here we go.
1: Hello, Joel and Lori. My name's Lacey. Um, I really enjoy your podcast, and I can't imagine why anyone would ever – Start up a new podcast under the exact same name and talk uh, some mad nonsense about you guys. I agree. (laughs) Um, Yeah, after the surprise early episode, I'm dying for you guys to talk about season seven and how catty Priscilla is and what y'all think about Dahlia. All right. Well, have a great one. Look forward to your next podcast. Thank you. Bye. All
0: right. Thank you, Lacey, so much. That was so nice. And by the way, if you want to leave us a voicemail message, uh, you can go to hellouglies.com and do exactly what Lacey did and the next person did. Leave us a voicemail. I will tell you if it's negative, we're not. I'm not going to put it in this fucking show.
1: Could but- you send me that Reddit? Because I can't find it. I'm not going to send it to oh, you. Oh, here we go. No, nope, I'm not going to send it to you. Inventory. What are you doing, I found Lori? Found it. Don't worry, it's okay. I found it. Oh, that's
0: fine. And that's the thing. And now I'm not going to be able to sleep because Lori's going to be sending me screenshots from the fucking Reddit saying like, where it's like, Joe sounds like he just has a fucking hot dog and a cock in his mouth at the same time. Oh, you know? that's on
1: here. You read the first comment. <laughs> no, it's a cock and a hot dog in his mouth. Yeah, you get it wrong. Sorry. Uh, the was that Lacy? That, yeah, that was Lacy. Yeah. Uh, she has, she has that kind of low husky voice that I wish I had, you know, like you that's the it? kind of voice that yeah. like, you know, when you're like, when you haven't like looked at yourself in the mirror or, or like heard yourself talking a while, you're like, mm-hmm. I think I got, I think I'm doing okay. And yeah. then you see yourself, or you hear yourself and you're like, oh God, like for me, I think I sound like Lacey. But then when I hear myself, I sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Sound.
0: Uh, this will be a surprise to no one. I love the sound of my
1: own voice. It's a good voice, I mm-hmm. will say. Well, you know, I, even before
0: I started doing podcasting. Um, I don't like
1: anything else about it.
0: <laughs> Before I started podcasting, I knew that already because uh, of the dating apps. That's so my, you know, like I would always try to get people on the phone because like they would go like, oh, my God, you have the hottest voice. and And someone actually broke it down for me. And I've said this before in other podcasts. Not too gay, not too straight, with r- the right amount of vocal fry. So, uh, yeah, so people would always, like, uh, go crazy about my voice. Always knew that I had a, a good voice, Lori. Uh, okay, ready for the next uh, voicemail? Oh, these are actually kind of nice. All right, here we go. Next voicemail.
2: Hello, Lori and Joe. This is Rob from Tennessee. And I was just wondering... If anyone has brought it to your attention that the (laughs) opening sketch from episode one, season three of Dracula, is likely an homage to the opening scene from Halloween four.
0: Oh, my God. People keep fucking bringing this up to us. Yes,
3: we know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Michael Myers or some shit.
1: Do we just have two voicemails? Is that the thing? We just have two voicemails. And so you keep playing the same voicemail over and over. We've never played this voicemail before, Lori. You have played this voicemail like Three or four times now,
0: Lori. We have never played this. Voice, can we let Rob finish? Hold, please.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I'm still listening to the podcast. I'm behind a few episodes, so potentially someone has told you this. Yeah, it, Rob,
1: but if you listen to the show, to you know like we have heard this like, a hundred times. Like
2: in many scenes or many parts of it, it's like a, almost a play by play reenaction of.
0: Yeah, I, I. We already know this. We've heard this already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, people, people constantly. Write you got I mean, tired of your own epi- bit. Episode one, that was, we're in episode seven, and they're still calling us, Lori.
1: No, he's called us once and said it, and it was like the second episode he called and said it, and then you've been playing this whole season. You're gonna play at the start of next season too, and it's gonna be like, it's still gonna be funny. I'm gonna. <laughs> um, is that are those the only voicemails that we have? Yep. Okay, well, Lacey's was nice, and Rob's was again interesting. Thank you. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh my! My girlfriend was uh, upset because she said that I didn't. She said I didn't say that there was good a good reason why Eva Destruction went Wait, home. Wait, hold
0: on! But no one knows what you're talking about. So during the first response, Lori said that um, she had watched. She had seen online that Eva Destruction went home but hadn't watched the episode. And she talked to her uh, girlfriend about it. And according to Lori on that episode, she said that her girlfriend said that there was a good reason. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. So she goes, I didn't say that. I just said if you watch it, you could see maybe why she goes home. And I said, Still, doesn't make sense. There's no reason why she should have gone home. Yeah. But so she's not she's not, not she's nonplussed that I said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do did you, did did you have a vocab word of the day that you have to like fit in? Yes, yes, yeah. T- tomorrow's gonna be conflagration. She's gonna be trying to squeeze in like, oh, quite the conflagration over there in uh, the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> this week the boulet brothers kill that fed up nurse from episode one louisiana purchase pr- predicts the extermination challenges will get more intense the contestants need to show off their best freak show looks along with a freak show act priscilla and dahlia fight but is it real on the floor show vander Van on Van between breaking down and rebuilding the boudoir do you know about this what oh i'll tell you remind me to tell you as soon as i say this um Find time to act as a guest judge. Dahlia Black is named the winner of the challenge, while Priscilla Chambers, Eva Destruction, and Louisiana Purchase are placed in the bottom three. For the extermination challenge, the contestants need to staple money to their body. Louisiana nearly faints and can't finish, so naturally, Eva Destruction is sent to her grave. Lori, named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
1: Um, I like Dahlia's outfit Mm -hmm. for the, um the challenge I like the outfits the Blade brother outfits too didn't um, you think
0: uh that Dahlia looked a lot well she looked like two drag queens to me she looked like a like season two RuPaul's Drag Race contestant and All Stars 3 contestant Morgan McMichaels but also looked a lot like Swan I thought
1: yeah I would agree with that thank you I, I would say that yeah I thought that she kind of but yeah so I like that I also liked how it she won the 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 challenge and that kind of really mm-hmm. I felt shoved it in Priscilla's horse face. So uh-huh. that was good. Um what else? Uh I mean for the most part I would say I kinda liked the opening. I mean there were things that I was like kind of um you know, not didn't really find interesting or were kind of like nonsensical, but mm-hmm. I felt like it was an interesting opening. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say Eva going home because I feel like I parked on that too much. I would say the other thing I didn't like was the judges, the, the guest judges. I didn't think they really brought anything. Even Vander Von Odd. I felt like didn't really bring anything to the table.
0: Well, the other guy, his name is Sig Neutron. Yeah. It, what is this a character he done what was all these weird ass shit he was saying?
1: I don't know. It was just all like random jokes. You know what it is? You know, like? You know what it's
0: like? It's like if they had that would be the exact shit that Paul F Tompkins, hipster comedian Paul F Tompkins would say if he were a judge on the show. I feel oh. Sig Neutron was doing Paul F Tompkins Tompkins cosplay and we didn't know it.
1: No, I feel like I feel like Paul F Tompkins would be funnier than this guy he wore like a monkey hat, like a monkey's hat that they wear when they do like the, <laughs> like those little Shriner hats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then like, was just saying things like, Ooh, I'd love to be that cat in that cat's pajamas or some <laughs> dumb thing. And I was like, what notes do you have? <laughs> like it was just dumb. So yeah, I would say, I, I would say overall it just, uh, it was a disappointing episode for a lot of reasons, but you know, it still was a it was still was a good episode mm-hmm. to a point, but mm-hmm. uh, there were things that I just, you know, obviously didn't like
0: Well about you it. can't deny it was entertaining and compelling. It's just you were unhappy with the decision.
1: True. True. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, well I, I promised that I'd tell you about Vander Von Ott. Vander Van Ott, as you know, is the production designer for the show and he reveals that you know, because they're in the Globe Theater which is a, a, you know, a functioning theater in downtown Los Angeles, that whenever they had to stop the show production because it, the Globe was going to do a production or a show or something, they would have to tear down the boudoir and then when they came back, rebuild it from scratch. Now, look, that is annoying and whatnot, but the boudoir is just a table with chairs and some mirrors.
1: Yeah. I mean, unless they had to, like, completely reconstruct the coffin stuff. Yeah, but I'm sure, that those, wall, but I'm sure those
0: walls go apart and they put it up against a wall. Like I, I, it's not like they're like... I mean, I'm sure it's annoying and it's, it's tedious and, yet, and then you don't have to rig it for camera. It's probably the lighting and stuff like that is what get, makes it really annoying. Because I can't see putting all that stuff about being that... I mean, it's literally just like a table and chairs that you would get at like Smart and Final.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, those mirrors, those like little handheld mirrors, I yeah. feel like they're really... Somebody got a sale on those, and they're like, we're going to point these out as many times as we can.
0: Yeah. All right. The two things I like. I loved, lo- as, as as we all know I love on reality show, I love fighting, you know, so yeah. I love the fights. Uh, two, I actually really like this extermination challenge. I always think, you know, there was, okay, in theory, there would have been an easy way to tell who the winner was of this challenge, you know, who had the most dollar bill stapled to them in a minute, Okay. So if they do this challenge in the future again, it could be good. And uh, what I didn't like, um, I was – I know you said this. You already said this. But once again, we live in a universe, Lori, where only a few people heard this on Patreon. Most of our listeners did not. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm upset about Eva's elimination. I think it was totally bullshit. I don't think it was fair. I think everyone – and, you know, this is one thing everyone agrees with on Reddit – uh, most of Reddit also agrees that uh, Louisiana Purchase should have gone home for her performance this week.
1: Yeah. I still stick to my conspiracy theory that she didn't go home because she fainted. And they didn't want to ha- force her to do an elimination scene, a death scene after she fainted.
0: Well, I mean, if she goes home next episode, then maybe you're right.
1: You know, yeah. Maybe you're knows. right.
0: All right. Probably Let's... gonna
1: kick off Landon next. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's talk about that cold open. Brenda, the hospital nurse from the first episode's cold open, walks with her boyfriend through a—well, assume it's her boyfriend—through a seemingly abandoned carnival. They walk by a dark and abandoned shack that maybe says there's a fortune teller there. A creaky gate opens by itself, so naturally Brenda thinks it's a good idea to go inside and get her fortune told. The guy she's with says he he doesn't believe in the stuff and he'll just do something else. She said that she doesn't believe in it either. When she gets inside, the Boulay brothers are dressed as fortune tellers. Brenda is all like, I feel like I've seen you before, forgetting the fact that she was their nurse for two years and that they escaped and murdered everyone on the ambulance she helped load just like two months ago. The Boulays are like, yeah, whatever, and have her look into a crystal ball and it burns her eyes out and apparently this kills you. And then the Boulays are straight up like, I'm out of here. And the boyfriend finds her and freaks out. Lori, your thoughts on this cold open?
1: Um, well, first off, you never answered my question. What was your question? Remember I told you when you saw it to let me know if you think I could pull off that hairstyle. Oh, I actually did think about this. And
0: I was like, (laughs) it So yeah, so Lori calls me before I she goes, Have you watched the episode yet? And I'm like, no, I thought I thought there was gonna be some pressing emergency, right? She goes, I need you to do me a big favor when you watch this episode. And I go, Go. you know what, Laura? You're my my girl Friday. What is it? And she goes, when you see the opening sketch, tell me if you think it can pull off this woman's hairstyle. And I was like, that's your big request? And she goes, yes. I go, all right. So I watch it. Everyone, have you seen it? It's the most basic. Like, I'm just... It actually did look like someone who lives in Springfield, Missouri, going to the local, you know, state fair with their boyfriend, and they don't give a shit how they look, wearing Oshkosh-Bagosh overalls, you know, and, uh, you know. I thought she looked cute. I No, she looked cute, but it was very basic. Why do you think you wouldn't be able to pull on that hairstyle?
1: I don't know. It's just like, it's slicked back, but it's also like, it's like one of those things where I can't tell if it takes a lot of work or no work Lori, to do. it takes
0: zero work to do that. I, I don't mean, I'm, like, I I'm like even a, like a professional. It take a
1: lot of work, though.
0: How would it take a lot of work? I'm not even a professional. Ha- I'm not even Jose Bear. Is that a real person? I don't even, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Why would you ask me?
0: Yeah, I'm not like Jose Bear, and I think I could pull off that look. Not pull off on me, but like, I could make someone look like that. It's, like, literally, like, I'm going to put two clips in my hair and go out for that guy. I don't feel like doing my hair. You know, we have a, 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 an up-and-coming, like, cosmetologist. I don't know if she does hair. Haley Sklans is in the chat room. Maybe she can tell us if it was a look, A, that you could pull off, and B, that's difficult to do.
1: Has she seen my face before? She's seen my face before, right?
0: Uh, so, Haley, when you go look, also go to Stranger Things Season 1 and uh, watch the episodes with Barb in it. Okay. And then-
1: um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like this was a, a very sad, a tale of a, you know, a, a down on her luck nurse in an abusive relationship yep. who <laughs> is, is just looking for a sign mm-hmm. that things are going to get better. Yeah. And, uh, is willing to go into a creepy, you know, obviously f- fake <laughs> fortune teller. <laughs> yeah thing and uh get and look into a blinding globe for no, f- just because somebody told her to yeah
0: and but by the uh, way she even said i could see if she would like look and it immediately killed her but she goes she looks then she pulls back and says wow it's really bright and then swan like yells and like yeah, yeah yeah look 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 in, look, you know, look in there look in the crystal ball and she's like okay and then she dies i'm like i would have been like you know what this is really weird and i'm yeah. not gonna look in there
1: yeah, my, uh, my uh, friend Colin bought me these uh, glasses that, so you can look at the eclipse. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm not looking at the eclipse. I don't even want to try. I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to burn my eyes. And he's like, no, with the glasses, you won't. And I go, I was so afraid that somehow the glasses would would fall off my face and I would be blinded. Yeah, and I was just like, no, I'm not looking at the eclipse. So it's like... this woman sees goes it's blinding me and they go yeah look carter and she's like okay which you know what in my opinion i feel that makes more sense as to why she was a nurse to two uh comatose uh (laughs) monsters for two years because she just doesn't ask questions she just does what she's told yeah um, but also, didn't yeah. she
0: believe? Like, okay, according to let's go to the subtext here. Do you think she really believed that it was just telling the boyfriend that, or do you really think she meant it when she said she didn't believe? Because if she didn't believe, if these two dummies said, Look in the crystal ball, I would be like, No, I don't know. I, what are you up to?
1: No, I think she believed. I think, I think honestly, I, if we're. <laughs> If if I want to get into the subtext of this, yeah. I think she wants to find out if her boyfriend's cheating on her, because I don't know if it's the if if it's just the acting that the guy. First off, the guy is acting so terribly; he's making her look like Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, it just he looks so nonplussed. Uh, word again. Um, he he decides that he you know he's just like I don't care. I you know I'm whatever. And so she's just like, come on, please. And it's like, she's like a minute away from like, just being like, you never do anything with me anymore. I feel like you don't want to be in a relationship, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, 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 you're right. I think, honestly, I felt like they they told them to improvise the the thing. And he just like, immediately was like, I'm an asshole. So I'm just going to treat yeah. her like an asshole.
0: Yeah, wouldn't it be funny if he's like, to the director, the director's like, okay, we need to get... Uh... The creepy gate, you know, and he's like, "Hey, listen, Chuck. I had a question. I was thinking about it. What's my motivation? You know, in this scene, like we're coming. Did, did, what what ride were we on before this?" And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, was well, that on the tilt a whirl? Was that on that slide where you get in the potato sacks and go down up and down the wavy slide? Well, what, what was I on?" Um, I don't, I don't know, because I, I, the way I see it. I feel that I have issues with my father, who used to be a cop. And he's retired now, but he was always disappointed that I didn't go into the police force, even though I tried. But once they put me in a jail, uh, I didn't like what it. Was. It was really hard because you know they really they they really come down on you. I, I couldn't deal with the hazing. There's a lot of hazing in it, so I I didn't. So now I you know I work at a gas station, you know like fixing cars. Well, I'm supposed to be fixing cars, but all I end up doing is just checking someone old lady's oil meter and telling her whether she needs it and pumping gas for her. So, I, so that's that's kind of thing I'm coming from. I resent her my uh, girlfriend because you know she has a promising career at a prison hospital as a nurse so uh wh- what do you think about that chuck and he's just like oh god i gotta do the evil destruction gets her head smashed and somehow that rings the bell
1: dude just you know put on this hat and go and go play a character yeah Also, what is he eating when he walks in? It looks like he's holding a candle Mm -hmm. and, like, a piece of paper. It's like, where did he go that he... (laughs) And, I mean, did did the Boulay brothers just leave? Yeah, were they just like, we're out of here? Yeah, and how long did he wait? Like, it looked like she was dead. Her eyes had crusted over. She was dead. So he, did he, like, go and then come back the next day and was like... Well, my whole is thing she is... she still
0: in there is Did the Boulay brothers... In other words, here's my question. Maybe you can answer this. Was this all an elaborate ruse to get her specifically? Or, I think so. Or just kill people randomly, you know? Because if it's just her specifically, did they go through, like, this whole rigmarole? They were like, hello, carnival. Listen, we want to rent a house, and we're going to do fortune telling. Like, okay, well, listen, you got to get uh, Permit A, which allows you to, you know to sell goods and services you know for a temporary time at a fair you need to fill that out then you need to fill out with the attorney general of california you need to do a form where you you say that you know you're doing this for you know for for on sale purposes and blah, blah, blah. like all these per- they, they fill all the permits and everything like that and like and the people would come in where they were like it's still not her and okay uh, you're gonna be rich bye get out of here Is,
1: were they doing that or were they killing everybody I, probably they were killing everybody Or, I mean, it could have just been one of those Attention things Where it's
0: podcasters. like Attention podcasters oh The commercials are about to begin The commercials oh, are about to begin Whatever. I repeat The commercials are about to begin The commercials are about to begin Seriously, shut up The commercials are about to begin
1: Alright, All let's,
0: let's just pick up on this After, after the break mm-hmm. Alright, Lloyd, we're back. What were you saying?
1: I forgot. Oh, I was gonna say that I felt like it's one of those things where she was walking by and then it just appeared. You know? Like that could have been like that. Been oh,
0: I see. So it didn't exist before.
1: Yeah. Cause but then I feel why, like they were still... trying to tie in the thing about when she said if they're as soon as they're out of my sight, you know, and so then that's why they took oh. her sight.
0: Oh, uh, but then why would then why would they still exist? Wouldn't it be better than that the boyfriend comes back and the whole house is gone and he talks to someone and says like, "Hey, wasn't there like a a fortune teller?" And they're like, "I don't know what you're talking about, bub." This has always been like a a parking lot or you know, a cake.
1: Well, lot maybe or, they like maybe they're able to like create things, but then taking them down is the problem.
0: Maybe they're like, oh, well, yeah, you know, you they need know. is this
1: Vander Von Odd.
0: So apparently he's good at that. yeah things
1: down really quickly (laughs) i also liked how when swan thula smoked the cigarette jack Morda blew out the smoke i thought that was cool is that real yeah
0: oh i didn't pick up on that it is kind of cool all right after Um, madeline's elimination the girls note how small the group has gotten since they started this competition where people are eliminated every single week everyone pretty much agrees that madeline probably went home Eva is really shaken up by the previous challenge because she's been in the bottom several times recently and she doesn't know what's causing this slide. Dahlia swears she burned her underwear after the last challenge. I want to stop right here for a second. Why? Why
1: what? She,
0: Why did she burn her underwear? I mean, I get she's saying because, like, it was, so, it was so annoying to her.
1: Oh, do you really think she did? I don't think she did. But
0: she said, no, guys, seriously, I really did.
1: I have a feeling that that's just how she um says things you and know she
0: says i burned my underwear and then they laugh and she goes no guys i'm being
1: serious i think she's wearing the underwear that's I, I mean she just seems like the kind of person that like brought one pair of underwear mm-hmm. i'm gonna burn, i don't think she really did Anyway, Eva tells Dahlia that she can't believe
0: Dahlia placed higher than she did. Priscilla walks into the boudoir, much to no one's surprise, and she fills everyone in on what happened during the extermination challenge. Louisiana chimes in and makes the ironic prediction that everyone can expect the exterminations to be more intense. In fact, I even have that. Want to
1: hear it? Yeah.
3: You know, obviously these exterminations are just going to get more intense because, you know, we want to be be tested Mm on how, how... to badly we want to fucking be words. here yeah, and it's like i really want to be here badly yeah. and if you're a center for extermination you better fucking let them it's know you want to be here badly uh-huh. <laughs> oh really louisiana
1: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> all right what were uh, you yes. well first off yeah um she i don't i still don't understand the whole thing where they think that the the elimination challenges have anything to do with you being exterminated. Like they're always like, you got to prove that you want to be here. It's like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how you finish in the extermination challenge. As long as you do it, apparently they don't give a shit. So yeah, Madeline literally
0: was like I'm going to do the opposite of what you asked me in the in episode 4 for the Dungeons and Dragon Queen's one, the Dungeons and Dragon Queen one. They were like yeah. we want you to beg for forgiveness and to be saved and she's like no, I'm going to tell them off. Like she was essentially saying please eliminate me and they're like, you know what? We're yeah. we going to keep Madeline. We're okay.
1: You know, we just we're we're going to do uh we're gonna, we're just gonna do. We're gonna go with the person who's more talented. You know what I love about you, Madeline?
0: You just give a big fuck you to everybody. That's what I love about you. We're gonna keep you around. Yeah. Anyway, uh, any other thoughts on this
1: pre-elimination uh, challenge thing? uh i thought it was weird i thought there were like obvious moments when everybody was like i wonder if, Pris- if i feel like priscilla is coming back and she'll come in any minute now <laughs> wait for it wait no she's not okay so anyway and then it's like they go to like all right so what do hi guys it's like such a weird time that they have her enter it was like that i felt like that they were pausing for certain amount of m- amounts of time to see if she would come in and then never did and mm-hmm. then the then they just give up, and then she can't showed up. So, I don't know. All right, very good.
0: On the main stage, the Boulet brothers tell the queens that their job is to bring their best freak show look to the stage. On top of that, they'll be expected to perform a freak show routine and also incorporate an Arta wig into their look. I do think this was the downfall of Eva.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how we knew that. I mean, she never mentioned that she had issues with wigs, so yeah. but she pretty like, kept much kept that close to the vest. I'm a queen of insight. Back in the boudoir, the contestants pick their wigs and
0: Eva reveals that she has never styled a wig before, so she doesn't know what's going to happen. At this point, Priscilla Chambers launches into a bizarre attack on Dahlia Black. Now, Lori, I've pulled the fight. I've taken Hey, a-
1: Joe. Yeah. That's not right. You just texted me and said that Eva should have just shaved her ass and used her that hair as a wig. <laughs> That's weird.
0: Why would you text me that? Well, I, that was meant to be private. I, I can't believe you shared that.
1: But Well I thought that you were I thought you wanted me to read it on the air. So. No. No. It literally Glory, oh. it literally says please don't read this on the air. Oh. Yeah. I don't understand but, how to read those parts <laughs> in English. <laughs>
0: uh all right but
1: so what i did well they pulled the fight i took out any confessionals right
0: okay but um, uh, but we're gonna we can listen and uh any then Lori, but i'm looking at you anytime you want me to stop and i haven't stopped just put your hand up and i'll stop it but here let's we go let's do this yeah let's do this fight uh here we go because <laughs> it, it is sort of ridiculous i can
1: did you do you have it from the very beginning when uh when uh priscilla says that she feels bad for madeline madeline do you have do you have her from that? Mm. I don't know if it went back that far. Let's see where
4: we started. Dahlia, that key really saved your ass. Okay. No. Uh.
1: So my actually my favorite part of the whole uh fight was when Priscilla goes, I feel real bad for uh for Madeline. I wish she was still here. And then I don't know, I think it might have been Dahlia or somebody was like, Oh, so you want to go home? And she yeah. goes, now. <laughs> And then she, then she says, I think Dahlia should have gone home. No, we're going to analyze this. It's, so it's like, wait a second. So you're going to throw Dahlia to the bus? But then you, so, oh my God, it was so funny.
0: I, I really don't understand this at all. And it just makes zero sense to me, this attack. Uh, you and I went into it on the first response, but uh, we're going to go in more depth. because now we're going to play the audio. Here we go.
4: Okay, that's- I'm back. We're going. That's- that's
1: so bad.
0: And I do love, by the way, Landon. Landon. Oh. Everyone should know if you don't. If you didn't notice, has a shit-eating grin the entire fight.
1: She's so happy. She is like, so happy. Like this is like her. This is her. Uh, you know, this is her moment. Yeah. This is so <laughs> she's she's like ellen at a, a box seat with uh with bush she's just a giddy little girl All So right, here we go
2: about this key but because- it's like the universe obviously wanted me to find it. so it's like don't be pissed at me be pissed I mean, at the universe
4: girl. honey i'm not pissed at the universe i mean i'm just saying like if you would have went up against maxi you would have been out of here
1: okay do you no. even think that's true in
0: any possible way
1: no you want to know why i know it's not true Because Madeline Hatter didn't do the challenge and stayed.
0: (laughs) Madeline Hatter had an entire fucking tantrum and held up production, said, I am not going to do this. And they begged her to the point where she, they probably threw her contract in her face. And then she was like, fine, I'll do it. I'll, I'll I'll contractually show up and then I will do the opposite of what you want.
1: Yeah, I will do exactly the opposite of what you want from me and she still stayed. So, yeah, no, I don't think that I don't think that she would have gone home. Yeah. Also, oh. it's like it's it was part of the challenge. Like why like it's so weird that she's upset with her for finding something that's part of the challenge. Like that's dumb. I don't know. Look, I think it's I, like she's manifesting it that she created the key and then used it.
0: I feel Priscilla is one of these people who she is feeling very insecure because she's been in the bottom like two times in a row up to this point, right? Like
1: all the times, and yeah. then apparently she got chemical burns from the from the cow from the dead cow that she was making out with yeah. last episode. So, so she's probably like, I brought a I brought a dead cow and I still was in the bottom. It's like, yeah, because you know <laughs> you're terrible.
0: But she's feeling insecure, and she's one of the people who doesn't say like, well, maybe it's me. You know, which I will say, I'll give Eva this. Eva is blaming herself. You, do you know this, Lori? That Eva has yeah. wiped her Instagram clean.
1: No, like it's oh. gone.
0: And she, I guess, supposedly she feels really hurt. Even though some people think this is a, they have a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying I buy into this. That she's doing this because she's coming back. Right?
1: Really? Yeah. Oh,
0: I would love that if she came back. All right. So anyway, uh, but uh, but uh, up to the but I think she I think Priscilla is the kind of person who is like. I feel shitty about myself so now I'm going to go after someone so that I feel better. It's like a classic bullying technique.
1: Yeah, well also it's like now Dalia is the only one in the in the group that's like not liked, you know? So it's like she's she's she can pick on Dalia and not feel like guilty about it.
0: Well, Dahlia's also younger and smaller than her, so she feels she can. Yeah. I mean, it really is she's acting like a bully.
1: But there are times that I'm sure we'll find. There are times when when I feel like Dahlia gets goes a little off the rails. But we'll see. That is quite
2: the um. That's quite the accusation. And like I'm trying not to sound like such a bitch, but that just it. sounds dumb, girl. Because like it's, I had a uh, win, she didn't. She'd been in the bottom. I mean, but like
4: you times. mean you just been. I just feel like you have just been coasting through for no reason. I mean,
1: coasting. <laughs> She's been in the top, you hillbilly eunuch.
0: Yeah, the one thing you can say is with the exception of episode four, and I don't even think episode four's look was that bad. No. I feel she has been serving looks every single fucking time.
1: She's, I will say this, I'm not a huge fan of her personality. I do find her a little annoying, okay? But Dahlia has, does have talent. I feel like Dahlia has brought it almost every single episode. And for the most part. Have have I thought that sometimes her looks weren't necessarily the best? Yes. But she's she is leagues above Priscilla. League. And it, I will tell you this. I feel like it, I agree with you at this point. I feel like Priscilla is yelling at herself. Yeah. I feel like everything that she feels about herself, she's putting on Dahlia. Because Dahlia is not coasting. You know who's coasting? The dumb bitch who's, get, who's uh barely escaping ex- uh, exterminations every time. That's who's coasting. Yeah. Like your looks... Being of, in the top multiple weeks which in was a row, been, not been, being in the bottom. Yeah, it's Consistent been, is what
2: it sounds I, I, like
4: to me. It sounds like you should have went home. It's just like an off brand. You should
0: have gone home. Yeah, where does it sound like she should have gone home? It's so weird. Yeah, and by the way, it feels like the con- other contestants are agreeing with Priscilla.
1: Well, I know that Louisiana doesn't like Pr- uh, Dahlia, yeah. and I feel like Eva's very... Um, I feel like Eva doesn't really even like Dahlia. Eva gets very um, persnickety about when Dahlia mentions the thing about how she makes her own costumes. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's when she turns. So I, I think that, yeah, I think they're well, they're all just like super, you know, vapid, selfish people. So they're all just looking for their in in the fight, you yeah. know. They're not trying to, like, resolve anything. They're just trying to add their two cents,
2: well, all I have to say is that, um, and uh, this doesn't apply to you.
1: By the way, Dolly's referring to Landon. She refers to Landon. I
0: love that.
2: I haven't had to rely on anybody else's talent to be here. I've made my own things and I've worked very hard. Same.
0: And, and this is where Eva starts doing this, what, you fucking bitch, what are you saying? You know?
1: Also, can I just say, yeah. Louisiana purchasing same is the dumbest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. That's like that's like uh, if a bodybuilder goes, I work hard at the gym, and I went, same. <laughs> There's no, no comparison. She wears a leotard every freaking seat episode, and Dahlia has like actual handmade things. Oh, my God. And changes herself into a different person. Louisiana
0: is essentially doing the same silhouette every single time, and yeah. it's like, she is so proud of this, like, meth skinny body that she has. Yeah. And, and
1: her, you know, uh, incest face. And it's <laughs> well, just like, you know.
0: Or as we get to, she has all these tattoos and she's like, yes, I have multiple piercings and tattoos, but I faint every single time. Well, then no one's forcing you to get tattoos. Yeah.
1: Also, how terrible is it to get tattoo her? I feel bad for her tattoo artist. Yeah. She's constantly fainting during every, every single time she gets a tattoo. Oh! <laughs> <Well, laughs> So, so
2: I, yeah, taught myself so much here. Airbrushing my body for the first time, applying a full facial prosthetic for the first time on camera,
4: and also being the first person whoa. to ever wear Fruit of the Loom underwear. And I don't
0: really—I don't. I think many millions of people have worn Fruit of the Loom underwear.
1: Well, I mean, I will say this: that is a good criticism because, again, I don't necessarily see why she had to wear, uh. I don't see why she had to wear underwear, you know, during that scene. I would, I would love to hear her ex true explanation for it, because there's got it. the The reason why I don't understand why she just didn't take off the underwear. That's my whole thing. But Laurie, like she
0: was. The- Here's the thing: is okay. That's a genuine criticism, but you could do multiple negative uh,
1: critiques. No, no, of- I agree. Yeah. Like, you but know, here's here's what I also have to say. This yeah. is where it turns for me. And I feel like maybe a little bit longer is where it turned for me. But uh but this is where it starts turning for me, where I feel like this is now becoming more of a let's who see who can get the last word in kind mm-hmm. of argument. Yeah. And and less about like, look, I'm just done. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. deal with this. You know, at some point I think Dahlia says that, but I felt like it should have been a lot sooner where it's just like look i don't want to have to i'm not going to argue because this argument that priscilla has is is ridiculous you know this random conflagration that she has with <laughs> dahlia all
0: right lori worked it
1: in yeah. all right it's just i i'm non by it Okay, uh, let's continue on with the my fight. So much,
0: appreciate the uh, comment. Yes. No, and By the I, way, did Hades' clients no. ever answer about your
1: hair? Yes, she said. She said something about it being it's half up, half down. It looks good on anybody. You could totally do it, and I'm like, okay, well. That's uh. Oh yeah, Lori. It's literally a half up, half down volume. Looks good on anyone. You can do that hair. I can
2: on other people's talents because yeah. some of us that do invest and hire people to have stuff made like that shouldn't invalidate my drag i love that it's an issue when i invalidate someone's drag but when she's invalidating my drag nobody chooses to chime in
4: because we all agree well
0: that and no one jump- <laughs> no one jumps to her defense
1: i will say priscilla is great at the comebacks she's got she's got those locked and loaded Cute. um this- yes yeah i i i that's i will say that's something that i was like okay now this is going in like four different directions because yeah. then it then it quickly from this it quickly turns into because remember this started out with her saying that she she should go home because she feels like her drag is not up to snuff and she's been coasting right mm-hmm. now it goes into well you're i mean you're just really a bitch yeah. so that's why i want you to go but home, why does that matter like, why does that matter yeah you know here I you. mean, you know, you look like a a door slammed you in the face fifty seven thousand times when you were a baby. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean that you you don't deserve to be here. So, you know.
2: Why I've been keeping She looks like remember oh, God, we're,
0: I know where I'm not gonna say, I'll say off the air.
2: I okay. distance. Yeah, I've, I've been, been guarded this entire time with everybody because of these moments. I'm afraid to get close okay. to people.
1: That's this is where it turns. That's the moment. That's where I was like, okay. Where she's like, I' I have been keeping it in the yeah. whole time. It's like, eh. Right, well, calm down. Come on, dude. Yeah. Because you're Seriously. a bit.
3: You are dismissive of other people. You get that oh gal and the eye roll and also the whole Victoria lost last season. This is mine. House of black. Like we're going to. And it's like, it's not the black family, Dragula. It's the Boule brothers, Dragula. And I think a lot of.
1: Well, first off,
0: why is that a bad thing? I though? don't know. It's bad. I don't know why that's a bad thing
1: yeah it's like if if you're like hey i'm doing this for my family i don't understand why that's a, By the way, a bad
0: once again i just realized this right now later on and we'll hear this during her meltdown louisiana purchase is like all those people back there they want to laugh at me and i need to prove to them that i'm going to be in the top the last you know i'm going to be in the like that it's so important to be in the top because of when she gets back home what people are going to say dolly is essentially saying a version yeah. of the same thing like my drag mother lost. I want to come back and win the title for the family. You know. Yeah.
1: So and and that and and Louisiana. Yeah, louis This is, again. Louisiana just wants to to put her two cents in. Yeah. Here we go.
3: People are just very kind of like,
4: girl. Like no. We've all know like you. I feel like you've talked shit about every single one of us behind our back. And so Priscilla is one of the biggest shit talkers.
1: Yeah. Also, uh. She, I loved, uh, I know you didn't do confessionals, but I love Louisiana's, Louisiana's confessional, uh, where she goes like, she's like, I'm gonna smack that bitch, or some, she gets like overly aggressive for no reason. And mm-hmm. it was like, what's happening? Like, it was one of those things where I felt like I was seeing an argument that had been going on and we hadn't seen the first part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, what is, what argument are they having now? <sighs>
0: when we're off the air Lori goes off about the Jews and the Asians she's so racist off the air I don't know how to handle it it's really embarrassing
1: (laughs) Joe is constantly saying I'm racist when I talk about Jews and Asians but it's just because I grew up emphasizing Jews and Asians
4: why we don't get close to you that's why we don't talk to you because we feel like you literally are going to cut our fucking throat to win
2: this competition and it's
4: i I mean like
2: i don't want to hear wait one second you had a lot to say about hollow and the car on the ride home the other day we talked about i
0: want
1: to talk about this again thank you okay how in the hell is joe able to pull all these clips and do all this stuff and then he's like Oh, I don't have time to meet up and hang out with you. I'm so busy, yet he's able to edit stuff. I just think he doesn't want to hang out with me.
2: Don't joke about that. It came time for Boudoir. Those opinions went out the door, and you didn't bring any of those up.
4: You're just talking shit behind our backs, and like, what just, am I saying behind
2: I, your I, back? It doesn't seem What genuine. am I saying behind your back, girl? Okay, I, look, this is classic Joe
0: Batan's strategy. I'm sure classic. Dahlia. Yeah, Dahlia was was saying shit about her behind her back. So the way you went, you get out of the argument, it's like, what was I saying? Well, tell me what I said. Tell me exactly what I said. And, uh, and, and you know the person can't, you know?
4: I don't know what you're saying, but it's all going through the No, I mean we've all talking shit all about you. About you. We've That's so funny you. that you
2: have absolutely no receipts, but you're going to oh, come here and accuse God. me of talking about you, we but we we you know, can't say know, anything. Can... I may not have
4: receipts, but I've got an entire cast of girls tell me that you've been talking shit about me and everyone else.
1: So you say That's I talk received. about receipts. Maybe he I may not went. have receipts, but I have written down numbers and transactions from exactly when wh- from what happened. Lori, remember
0: when you were saying that Evan looked like Susie Orman,
1: but um, more like when?
0: When did I say that? Well, <laughs> you literally just said it right now.
1: Uh wait. No, what? Well, what? T- what exact time did I say it? And and what was my? Uh, inflection Lori, listen, right here I did not say it
0: Lori, I have a receipt right here That you wrote a receipt I, Lori Roggenkamp, said that Evan Ayers Looks like a more lesbian version of Susan Orlean Signed, Lori Roggenkamp, and dated
1: I thought that was a contract for- <laughs> Hello, August. Wait, no, I'm gonna play back I'm gonna play back the audio Okay. So, alright Lori, uh Laurie, what do you have to say about Evan i i said that Evan is looks like a lesbian she's and summers, but more gay okay I feel like my voice sounds sexier than it should behind your back but
2: yeah. you have no receipts of me actually talking about you behind your back so who's telling you I'm talking about you because the thing is is I've been isolating myself so I haven't been talking well, oh, I don't
0: know if you're okay. isolating yourself. Like, the show puts you in a hotel room
1: that they pay for. Yeah. You literally you literally, right before mentioned a conversation yeah. you had with Priscilla yeah. about Hollow. So, you know, I think you're doing a terrible job at isolating yourself. Yeah. All right, here we go. Anybody about
2: anyone. I offer opinions when I'm asked. I don't just walk around fucking telling people that I think they look like shit.
0: Then start. This is where I would start playing clips of him telling people they look like shit
1: yeah
2: seriously not because this, this is, is not the edification of drag here oh, I, wait, it's on. not my responsibility to walk around telling everybody sweet nothings into their <laughs>
0: ear like edification was one of the words of the day Yeah, yeah
1: well I love how yeah it's like who said that you guys have to be friends like who said that he has to be like you guys are all such beautiful angels it's yeah. like just do your fucking job you know, like, ugh.
0: yeah, this isn't best friends, brothers, Dragula. Yeah, this isn't camp on a Kiki.
4: We came into this wanting to be kind to each other.
0: Have I- they did. They went- when did ever it say we came into this wanting to be kind to each other? Has he watched the show on previous seasons? They've done challenges that encouraged them to backstab each other.
1: Yeah, also to punch each other. <laughs> yeah. Every episode ends with the Boulet brothers killing one of them. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I don't find that very nice.
2: <laughs> All right, here we go. I've been kind to you, Priscilla. You have been kind to me. Okay, yeah, so then why are you <laughs> attacking me, babe? <laughs> no, like okay,
1: so, literally. You haven't been kind to us. We've been saying this whole time that we're going to be kind to each other and you haven't been kind to us. You kind. Yeah, you've been kind to us, but that's not the point. <laughs> the, point the point the is point? you're not
0: kind. All right.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's all fake. Which like goes back to what? what? But what does she care if it's fake? Who cares? You know how many people I'm fake nice to? Most of the people on, the th- on Afterthought Media. <laughs> i mean you can't believe how much i hate evan oh my god that guy looks like a lesbian Susie orman yeah but (laughs) (laughs) don't get me started on taylor taylor oh i i keep sending him bags of my own poop and he just is like he's not answering he's not responding to me at all so
2: that this is not enough time for us to accurately know each other. You can think it's fake, baby, but I'm sitting here telling you it's not. But you're trying to convince me it is. So, if you want to assume I'm talking about you, be my guest. Spend all your energy and time focusing on that, and then you're gonna sit here and make these judgment calls on me when you do not know me. You do not yeah, know me. No, I do not know so you. What ever. I do no, no, know. Let me more- finish really quick. And no. so, just because you're not having the peaches and cream fucking setting that you were looking for coming into a drag competition for next super monster then like that's your problem baby don't try to act like you know me in this i
4: don't feel like you're a monster i just feel like you're a fucking asshole well this and fucking that's asshole has
2: been there to encourage you and help you through this competition and, and I when you actually that. have receipts feel free to bring them up with me gal okay. i'll be ready to have a nice little chit chat with you i would
0: love that i feel Dahlia black did a really good job standing up to herself
1: yeah i feel like i don't know I feel like in a way it, mm-hmm. she did a good job. In other ways, I felt like she was maybe a little, you know, kind of, she kind of flipped it a little bit. And I don't know, maybe it's just a female thing, but when anybody says baby in like a non romantic setting, mm-hmm. I feel like she's like, they're being placating. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did think. <laughs> I did I did on the I was trying to figure out a way to play the song this song, but I couldn't do it. But I wanted to play I Never Promised You a Rose Garden by Martina McBride while they were <laughs> while they were having that fight.
0: After the fight, the contestants explain the thought behind their concepts and who they see in the top three. But this is the thing, is did anybody put Dahlia in the top three?
1: Yes, Landon did. Oh, okay. I think. Landon Landon was the only one who I felt like actively I think Landon put Eva Dahlia and herself in the top 3 which I think is the you know the right one everybody else did more like I th- oh and I think Dahlia well, well yeah obviously Dahlia did but yeah I forgot what Dahlia who did Dahlia I think Dahlia I did Dahlia Dahlia herself
0: picked... and 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 she was torn between Eva and Priscilla No, no, I'm torn no, torn between Eva and Pr- Louisiana purchase yeah which I think uh, that was a good call too cuz she saw that Eva was starting to to slip you know all right the next yeah. day, the contestants get ready for the floor show. The topic of Dragula World comes up, which, by the way, they never explained what it is. They had to do some research. And it turns out on the weekend of DragCon LA, the Boulay brothers have a pageant, which we should go to, by the way, called Dragula World. Too. And they have a pageant called Dragula World. And I guess maybe they use some of those people to, to farm for Hello Ugly, I mean, for Dragula people. Yeah. Anyway, the topic of Dragula World comes up, and this launches Priscilla into another tirade where she goes after Dahlia for no apparent reason. So it it, it, to to recap the conversation is Landon talks about something we brought up on the show before that she's done a bunch of uh, Queen Kong shows, which is a show that the Boulet brothers used to put on. Okay. Uh huh. And then that goes to Dragula World and Louise. I mean, I'm sorry. Priscilla Chambers says that she wanted to participate in Dragula World, but she couldn't. She didn't say why, but she just couldn't get out to L.A. to do Dracula World. And then Dahlia says so she like,
1: was too busy doing drugs. <laughs> True. She, she was too. She didn't have enough money because she yeah. spent all of it on crack or yeah. heroin or whatever.
0: And then Dahlia just says something simple like, "Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, that's not for me either. I didn't want to do Dracula World." And then Pr- Priscilla goes off.
1: Oh, goes again,
0: again, and we have that fight shorter. Here we go.
4: I tried so hard last year to get to Dragon the World and I just could not make it. It's heartbreaking. It was. You know, As heroin. Like, with me and you, Dahlia, like, you know, you said some shit about me. By
0: the way, here's Priscilla bringing Dahlia into the conversation.
1: Yeah. She's just trying to pick. I honestly feel like she's trying to, you know, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I watched this show called uh, Ink Master. <laughs> and. Uh, they always put um, tattoo artists that are just awful. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're like prison tattoo artists, which actually prison some prison tattoo artists are really good. So they're like, you know, they're just awful beginner tattoo artists. And those people, because they know that they're awful beginner tattoo artists and they know it's a competition, they will try and get under somebody's skin. So they'll pick somebody that they find good and they'll just sort of like pick on them and tell them their shit and just kind of get under their skin and try and like, you know, fluster them so that way they'll screw up and then they'll get eliminated. And I think that's exactly what Priscilla's doing. I think Priscilla sees Zalia as a threat, so she's just Mm -hmm. now focusing her energy on picking on her and getting her, you know, riled up. So... That's my opinion. Also, I love how she goes, I didn't go to... I didn't go to this, but... I, I'm i upset that you said you didn't feel like you had to go to it.
4: It's, well, that like the one makes one. no sense. I yeah, do have. And
1: I don't think... That, <laughs> I think if you thought about it, you would agree that that makes no sense.
4: <laughs> Is not having Thank to, you to for do the dragon World. Allowing me to talk right now. I appreciate like, it. That just
2: really bothers me. Why is that, cow, that you are constantly offended by things that do not involve you or have a reflection on you?
4: It's just... Exactly. Ir- That's a good point, though. That is. ...to see someone, like, just have a big fucking head and think that they don't have to do that. I'm going off on Dahlia Well, because- you
1: didn't do it either!
4: I know, but he's, he's going to address this.
0: Here, here, listen. This is the only confessional I kept. Listen to this. He's like, I'm going off on Dahlia because...
4: Last year, I spent so much time and effort trying to get to that Dragular World pageant. So to hear someone say that... You realize it's just buying a plane ticket, right?
1: Yeah. What is she, you know. I try really hard to take the needle out of my arm, but it just didn- wasn't working that day. I
0: hitchhiked three miles I got tired. <laughs>
1: yeah. I can't tell you how many dicks I sucked before I realized that you actually have to get on a plane in order to get to Dragon, Like, huh?
4: I need to enter that pageant to get on the show is very offensive to me because I got on the show and I didn't even do the pageant. Then
1: What are you angry about? Oh my God. I'm so upset with Dahlia because she said that she didn't have to do the, the drag con so she can get on the show. And I was like, I tried my hardest to get on that drag con, but then I got on the show anyways and I didn't have to do it. So I'm pissed at Dahlia.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Would I still do it? Yes. And that- Okay. Good for you. The mindset you need to have if you want to be the next drag super monster.
1: This is
0: not called the Priscilla Chambers drag super monster. Oh my god. Why is he deciding what mindset you have to have?
1: Because she knows everything. She's been sober for four weeks.
4: (laughs) You're being generous. It's annoying and it's entitled and I'm personally fucking over it. I'm glad you're over it. Well, be
1: over it then. Yeah. God, shut the fuck up. You Um. talentless... Pigeon what? toed bitch. How do you know what her toes look like? I don't know. I'm just guessing.
2: Well, we're hearing about it. I'm sorry that you didn't get to do Dragula World, but um, you need to take up your concerns with the motherfucking Boulets.
1: That's a good point. Exactly. Also, it's like her, it's her problem that she didn't get to do it or that Dahlia said that it wasn't a big deal because it's like, you know. <laughs> If she's upset that Dahlia said it wasn't a big deal, why, you know, move on.
2: Yeah. Stop trying to bring them up with me. Why don't you take this energy and focus it into your floor show instead of directing it at me? Oh, I'm very exactly. focused. Seems like it. The Seems hell, like you're yeah, focused well, on trying to find a way to just turn every fucking situation around to try to just be bitching at me. Because, when well, I because really because don't you give a shit. Out for I bullshit. don't give a shit. I do not <sighs> give a shit, Priscilla. Until you have a valid fucking argument, leave me the fuck alone. It's not valid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not valid.
4: No. All right, girl. We'll see you as in top three. I'm just tired of getting cut off. I tried to express a point. And you're not getting like, cut it's off! It's turned around to be like, oh, you're just making a big job.
1: Yeah, you are. I swear to God, if she's in, if she's in top three, I might quit the show. <laughs> Nothing.
4: You are. Get over yourself. You have the biggest fucking head
2: oh, here. I did so you have the biggest think about myself except that I didn't feel like doing the fucking competition, girl. And you're telling me that makes me have a big head because I don't want to participate in something? Oh, I oh have free God. will.
4: Yeah, you got free will and a big fucking mouth.
2: You're the one that keeps giving me opportunity to open my fucking mouth. Maybe if you kept your shut, I wouldn't have to. Okay, all right. I like said, "Good
3: luck in the
2: floor well, show." Well, we'll all see in the
1: end, won't we? Yes, mouth. I, I also love how she wins. I honestly would have loved if she, when she won, if she would have just spit in in Priscilla's face.
0: I have a request for the chat room. Can I try looking right now during that clip. Can anyone find out? I can't even tell. If, if, I don't even know if Dragula World ran in 2019. I know it ran in 2018. If it ran in 2019, can you get me who the list of contestants were? I want to see if any of them landed up on this season. Any of them. And how they did. So could someone Wait, what's it do? called? It's Dragula World, but it's one word. You have to put, if you do two words, it's not going to pull it up. You have to do it one word, Dragula World. I want to know if any of the, of the contestants who were in the most recent one, whether it's 2018 or 2019, ever made it onto the show. Because it, Priscilla's making it seem like it's a, it's a requirement to be on the show, when it really isn't. All right, here we go. Moving on. After the fight, Eva starts to get upset about a performance in this competition, and everyone chimes in to make her feel better. For the floor show, the guest judges are season one winner, Vander Der on, and someone from the show Face Off named Sig Neutron let's stop right here for a second Laurie. let's talk about Eva destruction's little weird emotional moment and uh the guest judges and whatnot
1: did you have any did you have any thoughts there I feel like I this is one of those things where I feel like they were trying to add stuff in to beef up the show you know like they were trying to be like How do you, I think they were prodding Eva to be like, aren't you nervous? Because it just seemed like it came out of nowhere, really, where she just kind of was like, I just feel like I have a lot of people that, you know, I'm, uh, that I are depending on me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and it's just like, you're doing fine. Like, I just, it felt really weird that it just so happened at this time, this episode was the one that she kind of had the meltdown. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So. um,
0: yeah, you know, it's one of these things where it's like, at a certain point, it's like, okay, I get it, but then be better. And here, I talked about this a lot on Drag Race Recap. There are certain drag performers who they are amazing drag performers. Amazing. Okay. But they're not good at these drag competitions. I have a theory as to why Eva was really upset. My theory is this.
1: All right. So next thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What was your is, thing? Is
0: I feel that she sees Dragula as a second-rate RuPaul's Drag Race, Now, I'm just making this up, right? But she oh, was Oh, really? To, well, this is, come, go with me on this. That that it's like a, mm-hmm. a second-rate RuPaul's Drag Race. So if she can't do well on a second-rate RuPaul's Drag Race, that means her dream of winning RuPaul's Drag Race will probably never come true. This is my guess because. Why is she so upset? Here's the thing: is and the point I was making is there are drag performers who just aren't good at the competition. Let's tell us, Trixie Mattel is a perfect example. Katya is a perfect example. They are not good at RuPaul's Drag Race. Grace, they are really well, good didn't at
1: Trixie Mattel. Win All Stars or something?
0: I mean, we can we could debate that one. So okay. yes, I mean she technically won the title. Okay, but what I'm saying though is. You could have a debate as to whether, uh, you know, I mean, dr- tr- no one would doubt that Trixie, Mattel, and Katya are great drag performers, but they're not necessarily great at the competition, you know. Uh huh. And, um, and, and I think that's what Eva is dealing with. I, I think no one denies that Eva is really good at drag but she's very good at drag when it's in a very controlled environment that she sets up. But now that the Boulet brothers are pulling the strings and this is where Dahlia shows her strength and, and Landon show. This is why I feel Dahlia and Landon are truly the top two of the show is yes, everyone shows up with prefabricated looks, but then the Boulet brothers throw some sort of twist, which forces them to get creative. Like this is this challenge is a perfect example. Now they have to work in an a wig into their look. And it fucked up Priscilla because Priscilla was like, I don't know, I, I didn't plan on that, you know? So I'm just going to put it on a doll, okay? And I think Dahlia is really good at going, taking the twist because she knows how to sew, because she knows how to create outfits. And the same thing with Landon. They can take these twists and run with them. Eva is only good if you give, if she shows up with these prefabricated looks that she bought. And that's not to take away, because, you know, the costume isn't the entire performance. Also, your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent are also part of the performance, but you are at a disadvantage if you show up with bot things and then you get a curveball thrown at you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Anyway. I don't necessarily feel like... Well, I guess I could see your thing about her thinking. I feel like she thought that she was going to go in and just sweep the competition. Yes. Like it was just going to be a no, no contest. hmm and and then she when she had like just the teeniest bit of, of struggle, I think mm-hmm. she crumbled. Yeah. So I could see that. I'm looking through photos of the twenty eighteen mm-hmm. Dragula World. Yeah. And I'm only seeing Abhora, um, Bitch Pudding, Vander Van Odd, of course. Well, they had previous contestants on there. Uh Hollow Eve. Oh, Hollow Eve is in it. Oh, interesting. I saw a photo of her. Or I believe it's her. Okay. Um the one that wore the masks from last season? Last season? Oh, I've uh
0: heard. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, um she oh, had, her head was in my head. My her name was in my head for a second.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then the runner up from uh the first season. I think her name was Monarchy like Melissa, Shame. But... Monarchy Shame yeah, and Yeah, the, Melissa be fierce. Melissa be fierce, I who pulled flaked that on one out interview. of my ass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing a lot of but I mean these are mostly like fan things, so I yeah. don't know if they're showing all the yeah. you know rant there's a lot of like just dudes like tattooed dudes dancing <laughs> like, it's just, right. it's just like a lot of like dudes and like thongs dancing, which is i mean i mean i'm I'm assuming that's a good you know that's their key demographic, but also it's like. You would think it like a, a scary – they would have like scary things, but it's mostly just like <laughs> dudes and, you know, like leather uh-huh. da-
0: gyrating. Well, that can be scary so. to a lot of people. All right. During the final judgment, the Boulay brothers asked the contestants a simple question. Who should go home? Apparently, no, they asked two Exactly. Apparently, only two people needed to answer the question, Landon and Priscilla. Dahlia was then analyzed by the, by the Boulay brothers and Eva was told about her friend Bitch Pudding's comments about her, but they were never asked a question. And then for for no reason whatsoever, uh, with Louisiana Purchase, they changed the question to who should win. And Louisiana said herself. And they were fine with that answer.
1: But <laughs> what I love is she took like a beat. Yeah. Like it would be like if I was like, Joe, who's like a really great podcaster?
0: Hmm.
1: Me? Okay, I'll take it. Dahlia Black was (laughs) named... That's the the kind of confidence at Do you think they forgot the question? I think actually you had more confidence.
0: Do you think they forgot the question? Because why would they ask Louisiana to purchase who should win? The question was who should go home?
1: I, I honestly feel like they... Uh... I feel like maybe because they got I, I, I have two theories. Yeah. They either saw the writing on the wall and they saw that most people would say Dahlia. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, we don't want this to turn into the <laughs> finale of last season where like nobody, you know, everybody said Abhorra or yeah. whatever. What, what, like that last uh, last season didn't somebody, everybody say one person's name and nobody said the other anybody else's name. And I think it was Abhorra. Everybody said Abhorra's name. And so, um, and then also, I think Priscilla and, um, you know, kind of played the game well where she kind of, you know, immediately went for the jugular and then they had to like deal with that. So they probably were running out of time. So they were just like, all right, let's see. They probably were looking for Louisiana to do like a fast answer, just say herself and then move on. But she took that long pause. That's a different
0: question, though. They asked Louisiana a completely different question.
1: Well, maybe they just wanted to see what she would say, like, confidence-wise. You know? Yeah. They wanted to see what her confidence level was. Anyway. Dahlia or Black. Or maybe they forgot the question.
0: Dahlia you Black know? was named the winner of the challenge while well, Landon Insider was safe. Eva Destruction, Priscilla Chambers, and Louisiana Purchase were in the bottom, and were all up for extermination. Lori, this is the moment. What did you think of this bottom three?
1: Now, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going insane, but last episode, didn't they say that nobody would be safe? Yeah, from, from now what they on, meant, you well, had to be excellent or you were in the bottom.
0: But I think what they meant was, because you remember, they used to call some people and go like, you know, like, uh, uh, Eva Destruction, Madeline Hatter, uh, Hollow Eve, you're safe. And the rest yeah. of you represent the tops and the bottoms. They weren't going to have that anymore.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Because um, the people who were yeah. safe
0: didn't hear the, um, their critiques. So what they were saying is everyone's going to get a critique now.
1: To be honest, I, I thought this was bullshit from the get up get go because, um, from the get go, uh, because I felt like they, I don't feel like Eva should have even been in the bottom. Like I felt like she did fine. You know, maybe they didn't like the outfit, but they got what she was trying to do. You know, I felt like with uh, Louisiana and um, Priscilla. It was sort of like there wasn't really a clear message, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Well, and I, yeah, I, I I this is where I kind of disagree with you. I do feel if you if this is the way they're doing things, Eva deserved to be in the bottom. The top 2 were clearly Landon and uh, Dahlia, the other, if you're going to have three people in the extermination challenge, well, yes, then by nature, Eva ends up there.
1: Okay, fine. Then you put Eva in the bottom. Still,
0: no reason why she should have gone home. Well, that I agree with. I mean, we'll, and we'll get to that when we get to the extermination challenge, but no reason that she should have gone home.
1: Um, but right. what, name one thing constructive that any of the judges, von Odd, any of the judges said. Not not Jack Morta and Swanthula, the guy from no
0: jack Morton, Morton just gave praise and the other guy just talked you know gobbledygook
1: yeah i just was like what what's the point of this um
0: yeah it, well look they just i, I mean it, it's funny because they had actually pretty good guest judges and all of a sudden it seems like they're just running out of guest judges yeah.
1: i feel like i feel like they they because you said that vander von ad was like a production designer uh-huh for the show. So I feel like they had a guest judge and then the guest judge backed out. So they're like, uh, Vanderbilt odd, could you do the show? Can you get in full drag? He's like, I'm already in drag.
0: All right. For the extermination challenge, the contestants were told that they would have one minute to staple as many fake hundred dollar bills of themselves as possible. Backstage, Louisiana is freaking out and she says she may faint, but that's gonna do but she's gonna do it anyway. Even Priscilla, who are also up for elation, elimination, comfort her. During the extermination, even Priscilla go balls to the wall. Louisiana staples a few bills to herself and then freaks out and starts to faint. The crew rushes to the stage. By the way, mine, one one of the people you know who everybody in the crew is, I'll tell you in a second. To help her, logically, you know, obviously, Louisiana purchases going home. Now the people it you know who goes to help her? Is the hot guy that made out with Landon Sider at the end of the Dungeons and Drag Queens. Vander van Aud, not in drag, and then that bearded guy that uh, Madeline Hair yelled at. Um, okay, uh, do you want to hear Louisiana Purchase's breakdown?
1: Well, can I just say how yeah. stupid I thought it was that l- they go, "Okay, we're going to right away give you only a minute to staple money, min- to staple dollar bills to you. You got to do it fast. Okay, now we're going to give you 20 minutes to go to the boudoir and decompress <laughs> before <laughs> it's like what the hell?
0: All right,
3: here we go. Not, she, not,
0: she's not, just not here. of the, game. She's just of the game. I'm fucking
3: scared. I am fucking scared. Now,
0: by the way, everyone should know, she wasn't... Uh, uh, Louisiana had her face turned away from the camera. She wouldn't talk. She was shaking. This is the first time now that
3: she's talked.
1: She didn't want to do it. No. In the beginning, she was saying she didn't want to do it.
3: Yeah. Because yes. it's going to fucking hurt. And I've already had fucking a lance through my fucking thumb.
0: By the way, and I think you and I talked about this on the first response... I would have no problem doing this challenge.
1: Oh, I would hate it. I don't know if I could do it. I, I legit think I would. I would rather skydive than mm-hmm. have anything staple. Oh, I would
0: not skydive. That's you see, that that's what's interesting is what we would and wouldn't do. I wouldn't skydive and I wouldn't do the cockroach one. But I would staple
1: the... it. Not do the cockroach one.
0: Wait, what? What'd you say?
1: I would definitely not do the cockroach. Yeah, I wouldn't one. do the cockroach could... one. I could legit. I could legit if you were like, like if it was like a situation where you said that, like you know, they waved a contract in front of me or something, and they were like, "You have to do the the staples." I could see possibly pulling a Madeline and be like, "All right, I'll do it, but I'm only doing one, and I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna. I'm gonna staple it forever. to my
0: outfit, not to my. Yeah, body, I'm gonna. You know.
1: sta- I'm gonna staple it to my. Yeah, I'm gonna staple it to like the fabric. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I wouldn't. I if you. Told me you have you have to a do the cockroach one or you have to pay us money. I would say all right, sign me up for a payment plan. But
0: meanwhile, like, I mean, it shows you how everyone has their own different levels of tolerance. Uh, Louisiana Purchase had no problem with the cockroach one,
1: no problem with it, the, and then also like I don't know, we'll get into it. But all right,
0: here we
3: go. So I mean, I'm just I'm scared. I'm livid.
0: Why is she livid? Yeah, I don't know. Should we play again where she said, like...
3: And I'm just going to fucking do this. And just fucking stand the fuck out of my way because I'm fucking doing it.
0: That's right. Who Who's yeah. in her way? Yeah, no one's in your way. No one is in your way. You're gonna No one's do,
1: stopping you.
0: You're going to do what, you know, uh, up to this point, six other people have done before you or five other people have done before you? All right.
1: <laughs> Good job. All right. Also, no. like... They got tattoos. Yeah. You know, it's like they've done other things. Yeah. So, I don't know. The pain's is temporary.
2: And also, I can tell you, our, your fear in your mind is so much stronger than the actual pain. He's going to pass out.
0: He's going to pass out.
1: Yeah, I think he's just, he was just overdoing it. But here's the thing, like, again, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like this was chicken shit. I, I legit, I legit think that they were like, well, we can't, we can't get rid of Louisiana now because she passed out. I just think it sucks.
2: Come on. not stand up, baby. Stand up and try to like get, some, get some circulation going for you.
1: Also, why is some everybody water? trying to be so helpful towards her? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying I hope that she passes out or whatever, but it's like she's her own person. Yeah. You know, she doesn't need to, you know, she doesn't need people holding her hand. By the way, there's Priscilla
0: doing nothing. That yeah. cunt, Dahlia Black, is like, come on, baby, let me stand up. We'll walk with you. Why we'll don't you get your breathing? And he and Dahlia's also the one that like, Louisiana, how you feeling? Do you want me to carry the conversation somewhere else? Like Louisiana? I mean, Dahlia's the one being nice. Priscilla's just sitting there
1: well also i i mean to be honest with you in this in this round i kind of feel like priscilla i would do the same thing i would and eva to the point i would just keep my mouth shut because like if she doesn't do it then she gets eliminated you know Mm -hmm. so i would be like yeah i don't know i don't know what you should do because it's like it's you know i i don't want her to be hurt or anything but i also would be like if she gives up then i don't have to worry about being eliminated
2: yeah
3: all right here you go so i have tattoos i have piercings uh-huh. and i know i always faint after
0: uh, then why do you keep no one is forcing you to get tattoos
1: yeah also like stop doing that yeah you know like figure that out
3: i'm definitely doing this extermination i am okay. here to win and i'm here to challenge myself and that's the whole point of these exterminations by it-
0: the way this is the first time since an extermination like this is episode 7. It's the first time Louisiana's in an extermination and she's like, "I can't do this."
1: Yeah, and she all she's been doing is saying like, "If you're not going to do an extermination, yeah. you better not I'm gonna, even bother coming in." I'm going to play
3: that clip again. Here we go. Listen. You know, obviously these exterminations are just going to get more intense because uh-huh. you know we we they want to be te- we want to be tested yeah. on how how to badly we want to fucking to be words. here yeah, and it's like decision. i really want to be here badly yeah. and if you're sent up for extermination you better fucking let them know you judge. want to be here
1: badly yeah. <laughs> she, she was given that to say
2: don't let told. it
3: overpower you
2: i can't you are not that kind
3: of person no you're I'm not like i'm not going home i can't i mean if i go home there, they're looking at me like i'm a fucking failure <laughs>
0: Wait, wasn't there this whole criticism about Dahlia and the House of Black and she yeah. just cares about the House of Black and what they think of her? And this is the boulet Brothers Dracula, not House of Black Dracula. Remember that? This isn't Austin, Texas Dracula. This is yeah, the who motherfucking Bullet yeah, Who cares about yeah. that? yeah because i told them
2: i wanted to go until i was at the top and i'm not fucking going home I'm not, not today home. that's the energy you need that's though right now that is that the energy system. that you need that's the that's same they're
3: gonna look at me and they're gonna go yeah we fucking knew it and no i'm not gonna let them say that about me i'm going i'm gonna go all
1: the way well they're gonna Aren't say
0: they, about that <laughs> the louisiana their cameras on you they're gonna say it
1: yeah they're not going to, I trust me, people who don't like you are just going to say stuff about yeah. you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, um, go I, on Reddit or or any of the comments about our show.
1: I also love how I, this is something that I find very funny in all competition shows mm-hmm. where it's like, where the competitors are like, I'm not fucking going home. They're going to have to drag me out of here. And then it's like, I mean, you're going to go home, Yeah. you know, like it's going to, ha- eventually it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't just be like, no.
3: Yeah. Fucking top it. I'm fucking doing this. I'm not fucking going home.
0: Well, I guess apparently, plain sick uh, works well. All right, later that night, Eva Destruction is apparently instantly transported to that abandoned carnival. The boulain brothers take a mallet and whack her in the head and maybe knock her out, even though she's awake when they place her head on a pedestal and then, like Meatball, I think it's Meatball, she doesn't move her head and they smash it and then. I don't get this part. Some part of her body or head rings a bell? Uh,
1: uh no, it's the it's the uh the weight machine. You know, where you like smash the thing and then you and then the bell goes up. Isn't that it? Or am I was I thinking of something else?
0: No, wait, Lori, I'm gonna have a question. Why do you have your phone on and up to the microphone?
1: No reason. I forgot that the camera was there. <laughs> what oh. were you doing? playing a game on my phone <laughs> i have to build up my rock deposit and i want to do it before i go to bed so i gotta put in the time man okay
0: so let's talk about eva destruction going home first of all i know you and i both agree that it is fucking bullshit it's rigor as they would say in rupaul's drag race any final I am thoughts i nonplussed
1: to, you know, <laughs>
0: Uh, any final thoughts on the episode? Any final thoughts on Eva Destruction?
1: You know what I just realized? Is that I've been playing this game on my phone the entire show. And Joe, this is the first time Joe has noticed. Does he just not want to look at me while we're doing the show? God's like having sex with my girlfriend all over again.
0: I don't like to look at Lori during the show. It feels like having sex with Lori. Any final thoughts on Eva Destruction? or,
1: uh... uh, you know, I just, uh, I guess the Boulay brothers, I don't know if you, if, if they, if you saw this, but the Boulay brothers put out this, uh, post on their Twitter account mm-hmm. uh, regarding the show. Oh, what did it say? Um, it says, uh, <clears throat> I beg your pardon. Yeah. I never promised you a rose garden along with the sunshine. There's got to be a little rain sometime when you take, you got to give. So live and let live and let go. Oh, 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 I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. So, you know, <laughs> meanwhile, these
0: Boulé brothers are so fucking sensitive. If anyone says anything about them, they block, you know that they were, people were asking when is season three and they would block them. And, i know you mentioned that and i don't know them personally but i know people who know them from the the the, the la drag scene and stuff like that and talking about what, what sensitive they're not i don't think anyone's ever called them horrible people but just like think very highly of themselves very sensitive thin-skinned like and they just think i mean they think they're above reproach like meanwhile the the release schedule for this show by the way Bro- I'm going to give props for props are uh, due. You know, I'll give props when they're. G- I don't know the phrase is right. I'm Mexican. Okay. With it all sounds do- like, <laughs> with all due respect, that's what I'm trying to say this oh, okay. se- this season has been phenomenal.
1: It's so been really good. I mean, even this episode, like you said, yeah it it was like it was good TV in a yeah. sense that like it was emotional. Yeah, like I cried. Well, you did
0: admit you were high.
1: I was very high, but I also cried and I was like, I was so upset that I didn't even realize how dumb her death was. Like, I was like, (laughs) she, she like physically moved her own head. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like she's dead. No. Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: um, what I was going to say is that they (sighs) can't get their shit together. Like, let me put this way. They can, they they, like, yes, they put together a good show. But, you know, that's part of it. The other part of it is making it so people can watch it. They do not have their shit together with this Amazon. And look, I'll be honest with you. Amazon puts out hundreds of shows, okay? Nobody has this problem. There's one person that... this one show they have this problem with... Dragula. so to me it's the it's the Boulet brothers production company's fault they fucked up how they submitted it to amazon because everyone should know amazon i heard someone say the other day that the amazon produces a show amazon does not have in any way pay for this show the money comes from Outtv canada right Amazon is distributing the show, but they didn't produce a show in any kind of way. They have no interest in fucking it up. The Boulay brothers fucked it up. But anytime people say the Boulay brothers fuck it up, they talk about, you look at their tweets. They'll retweet anyone that attacks the fans, calling them sensitive twinks about the, the um, show not being out on time, blah, 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 blah. Put, put out your show on time. It's a fucking product, okay? That's part, part of it is showing up. This this Swantula tells Dahlia last week about her underwear. Like, well, you know, because Dahlia's like, and Dahlia even takes the blame. Dahlia is taking the fucking blame and saying, you know what? It's my fault. I didn't manage my time properly, and I didn't do it. I shouldn't have done that. And Swantula is like... Well, that's all well and good, but those excuses don't matter when the audience is waiting for a show or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, Swan, I'm talking about the man in the mirror. Why don't you look at that? When like the, they they don't, the Boulay brothers take no blame whatsoever for what's happening on Amazon. There's no apologies. When people have asked, the one response they got was this cunty Tuesday-ish. There's no, there's no like, hey, this is an update. We know you love the show. Let me tell you like, this is when you can get it. This is what's going on. No, they take no blame whatsoever because they they are narcissists who think they do nothing wrong. They think they do everything right. Meanwhile, they can't eat. They, they don't ever talk about their show failing. They don't talk about this Peter and Murray tour. They couldn't sell three tickets at Downtown Disney House of Blues. Anyway, what's going on with you, Lori? Next week, they had to cancel this tour, Lori. They had to cancel the tour. They for some they, let me let me not have fully the Boulay brothers are. They should come to the Foulay brothers because they're so full of themselves, right? They're so fooled, though. They said, you know what? (laughs) We're going to come out with Dracula season three and we're going to do a 20 city tour and we're going to do we're going to sell out thousand seat plus uh, auditoriums. Meanwhile, nobody bought tickets to this show. Right. Nobody. You and I, if you and I would have bought tickets, they would have been up to three people at the downtown Disney show. There would have been more people in the show than in the audience. What did you say about that, Lori? Why did you even go off on that rant? I don't even know why I was talking about.
1: Well, I uh, I was able to build up my rock deposit during that rant, so that's good. <laughs> I got that checked off my list. <laughs> um, no, I I actually i'll say i'll say a separate thing. I I think that it's you know what, G- give them some goddamn slack. You know, I mean, yeah, it's sure. In an ideal situation, they should be able to put their their show out on time but they're figuring it out and they're still putting the shows no, out it's not I'm, like it's not coming out at all I'm and fine it, you with know that. what you talked for a while now let me talk okay you said a lot of things now i'm gonna say some things so i think that you know yeah i think these people are being a little sensitive it's like just give them some time you know they're they're trying their hardest they're they are doing so they're putting something out for for their fans to see and The, all they're getting back is just complaints about, oh, why did you do this? Or why isn't this out in time? You know? Oh, you got, you really, you guys really need to get your shit together. It's like, I'm sure it was a clerical error that they had no control over. I'm sure it was something that happened in a production company, their production company that they, they don't, and they're trying to, they're trying their hardest probably to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think they, they do have a right to be a little sensitive, you know? I mean, in my opinion, I think you have to be a little sensitive and you have to be a little bit of a hard ass in order to be successful. I know this guy who runs a a podcast network who is one of the most sensitive motherfuckers in the world. I mean, he bans people for like, just saying like, Hey, I don't know if I necessarily like that episode, you know, (laughs) that's insane.
0: Glory, lory hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Hello Uglies. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of Dragula Season 3. So, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself... When we were in high
1: school, we would say Julia. Julia. That was fun.
0: Roggenkamp hosts her own podcast, and they're all a part of the Bloody Podcast Network. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media
1: podcast.